After a successful 2022 NFL draft for Denver Broncos general manager George Payton, who could be the next undrafted gem in the Broncos 2022 UDFA class? Sarah Benninger, myself, we talk about some of the UDFAs and which player we believe has the best chance to make the active roster on paper in 2022. You get that and much more on today's brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are locked on Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back into a brand new episode of Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Locked On NFL Network, your team every day from the south stands to the end zone. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, joined alongside by my co-host, Sarah Bettinger. Both of us, we cover the Denver Broncos for the Lockdown Network and Nine News. Broncos country, thank you so much for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day, whether it's free and available everywhere you get your podcast and audio format or whether you watch us here on YouTube with a fresh cup of coffee on your way to work or as you're working out in the morning or you're getting ready for a day. We just want to say mile high salute to you. We appreciate you so much and hope you have an awesome day here. Sarah, my friend a lot to break down the Broncos 22 draft class is in the bag and the Broncos have been signing undrafted rookie free agents and we like to always look back at some of the guys like the Chris Harris juniors the Philip Lindsay's heck even looking at the Broncos current roster the Tim Patrick's the Mike Purcell's and their journey from undrafted to being on a starting roster getting contract extensions who could be the next Bronco in line? We'll address that a little bit later, man, but let's take a look at some of the big-name additions so far that the Broncos have added as UDFAs. Yeah, absolutely, Cody. I feel like the Broncos really have, you know, uh, at least Broncos fans, I feel like have really good reason to be excited about undrafted players for those the names that you just mentioned, right? I mean, those names coming up through recent history, and that's it doesn't even include guys like Shaquille Barrett or Malik Reed, other players that have really done well as undrafted guys. So I think Broncos fans have every reason to be, you know, maybe irrationally excited about undrafted players that are coming in. But the guy that got the biggest guarantee, Cody, of any of these players that we know of so far was Alabama edge Christopher Allen. He made an appearance in our final mock draft. I believe he was one of our late round draft choices there. Uh, but $30,000 bonus, $150,000 guarantee. And that to me indicates that he was, you know, kind of essentially the the team's 10th draft pick, right? You know, George Payton said he wanted 10 draft picks. He ultimately ended up with nine. But then you go out and you give this guy a bunch of money it feels like he's kind of your 10th draft pick in a way. Well, you know, this was one that we talked about too. Last year, you know, played only one game, was hurt. And I think that's exactly why his stock in this year's draft class fell down a little bit. But there's been times where he's flashed that he has some potential to him. And in 2020, he led the SEC with 13 tackles for a loss behind the line of scrimmage. So him coming into camp here for this Broncos team now, I mean, he's got a chip on his shoulder being an undrafted guy. And obviously last year didn't go the way he wanted in Alabama. But, man, it's all about putting it on tape, and Tim Patrick said it best. All you need to do is make one play a day during rookie minicamp and training camp to get coaches to notice you, and we've seen that rise, obviously, for Tim Patrick. So I imagine Timmy P and some of these other UDFAs that are on the Broncos roster currently that have made it, I think they'll meet with these 2022 UDFAs and share whatever speech that they can, kind of give some wise wisdom to them. That's something Tim Patrick has done the last couple of years for the Denver Broncos. Keep an eye on that. We'll go through our projections a little bit later, who we think could be the undrafted gem here. But now let's go to a cornerback that 
Denver Broncos adding a ton of cornerbacks. Will there be in totality before the NFL draft with some of the roster moves the week before the NFL draft and during the NFL draft and now after the NFL draft? We'll take a look at Jaquan McMillan, cornerback out of East Carolina. He did have a top 30 visit with the Broncos leading up in the pre-draft process, so they're able to sit down and interview him. And obviously, a lot of the background they already knew about him when he was there as an undrafted rookie free agent. They're like, hey, Let's bring him in for camp. And I know Christian Parker, he's got a lot of DBs he's going to work with, man. I'm excited about this, uh, you know, for him. Because now, instead of having just like six or seven guys, he's going to have maybe up to 13 total corners coming into the 2022 NFL training camp start in July, where we will be hands on deck there at the UCL Training Center. Your thoughts on Jaquan McMillan? And then who's another potential kick return option for the Broncos as well? Yeah, Jaquan McMillan, another option for Christian Parker, who's getting like the Zach Azani treatment, isn't he, Cody? A little bit at least. I mean, Zach Azani gets like 30 wide receivers every year. Now Christian Parker's getting like 30 DBs. I like (laughs) it. A second team All-American out of East Carolina. You love to see that. 21 passes broken up and five interceptions just last year alone. So the production obviously there probably fell out of the draft because of size and a lack of speed. So but that's okay. Those types of guys can still make it in the NFL. I don't remember Chris Harris Jr. having a great 40 coming out of Kansas. I, maybe he did. I don't remember. I'd, so, so I guess, I mean, any any of these guys can make it, especially if you're quicker than fast. You can play in the nickel uh, at the NFL level. So, And then I love this pickup, Cody. Jalen Virgil from Appalachian State, a wide receiver, built like a running back, six foot, 207 pounds, was another one of those guys that we talked about uh, during the draft review a couple of the guys that Broncos picked up were Bruce Feldman's freaks in terms of their athleticism. This guy was one of them. He's a Feldman freak, an outstanding kickoff returner. I think the Broncos may have a steal in in Jalen Virgil here. He's a guy that's going to compete to be one of their primary return specialists, I think. Well, you know, for him being six foot, 200 plus pounds and can run a 4.3940 yard dash, that is ridiculous right there. We'll see if he can make some noise in training camp, especially at the returner position. There's going to be a lot of rotation. I think especially in the preseason world, we're going to see a lot of guys getting opportunities to return kicks and punts to make a roster. And that's exactly what the Broncos need. They need a guy that can do that as well. Then let's go to a linebacker. Yes, the Broncos added a linebacker. Buffalo linebacker, Kadofi Wright, six foot three, 230 pounds. He's got very good size. He has three defensive touchdowns in his career for Buffalo. Uh, you know, for him, like the Broncos right now, and I think one of our listeners of the show had posted in the comments, do we think the Broncos could look at maybe bringing back Kenny Young here? They didn't really go and address linebacker too much here, but Kadofi Wright could be one of those guys that can find a way in training camp to impress special teams coordinator Dwayne Stooks. I felt like this draft as well, Sarah, the Broncos had a lot of guys that could play special teams, right? So for these undrafted rookie free agents, I think the reality is they're not going to make the team on defense or offense. They're going to have to find a way to make the team on special teams first and foremost. And then when they get on the defense or offensive side of the ball, they got to ball out and they got to make plays here. But Kadofi Wright, for him, he is an absolute beast. He's a piss missile is one of my favorite terms, which I, I hope the draft community starts opening up and accepting piss missile as a great way to describe somebody. You know, for him, 19 and a half tackles and seven sacks in his collegiate career. He can be a guy that you can send on blitz. The Broncos beefing up their linebacker unit a little bit. And it's good to go into a training camp. With more than 90 players. Broncos at 93 right now. But, hey, you have options in almost every position now. Yeah, absolutely. You got to have it. You got to have options, plenty of options. The Denver. I love the idea, honestly, of Kenny Young. 
coming back as well. But man, I think you bring in these guys, you see what they can do in a rookie minicamp. Three defensive touchdowns, those don't happen by accident. So I like having that kind of a player come in. And he he did well in the pre-draft process at his pro day. I think he ran a four five nine in the 40-yard dash at 6'3", 230. So obviously some athleticism there from this guy. And I think he was another one of those guys that the Broncos kind of had to recruit over other players. A lot of times you see you'll see a lot of times like these undrafted players, Cody, they go to, they go kind of local a lot of times. Like if, if you're from, you know, if you played your college ball at Buffalo, sign with the bills, if you played your college ball at Rutgers, you sign with like the Patriots or, or the, the jets or whatever that, the Broncos do such a good job of recruiting these guys with opportunity they have in place. And I think that with the opportunity at linebacker, this guy's got a pretty good shot. We'll see how it all pans out here for this Denver Broncos football team. We got more undrafted rookie free agents, offensive linemen, tight ends, running backs. Oh my, we'll talk about the rest of the Broncos UDFA class coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about BetOnline.net, the sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. And BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and information today. And you can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the actions at BetOnline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. As we jump into the second half action on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos, once again, mile high salute to everybody in Broncos country. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day. Every single day, Sarah Bettinger and myself have you covered with all the Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage that you need from an objective point of view every single day. All year long, you get that here, Lockdown Broncos. All right, Sarah, hey, let's continue on with more of the Broncos undrafted rookie for agent class here of 2022, Broncos GM George Payton. This was a process that is very hectic after the NFL draft officially ends. Those final two and a half hours after that final selection is made is getting on the phone with agents and trying to figure out if you're who you're going to bring in first and foremost, and then trying to beat out other teams that maybe want to bring in players as UDFAs. Denver getting on the board there. The Broncos got an offensive tackle, Sarah. I know the Broncos country thinks that Denver needed to go offensive tackle here, but here's the reality. They have eight total offensive tackles on the roster, nine if you consider Wittenberg, who obviously has the ability to play center, guard, and tackle for the team if need be here. So I'm not sure where this whole, oh, they need a tackle thing comes out because nobody they would have brought in would have been better than the Broncos four deep. So uh, let's kill that narrative that we're continuously seeing out there on the comment section. We're seeing it on Twitter inside communities. It's just, it's kind of tiring because it just ignores a lot of the realities where this Broncos team is and the offensive line much more improved last year. Can they maintain that going into this year is a big question here, but Sebastian Gutierrez is an offensive tackle out of Minot state. I don't know if I said that right. If it's Mino or Minot, uh, I always like yeah. to figure that one out there, but for him, he's the only offensive tackle that the Broncos have acquired via the draft or undrafted rookie free agent status. And uh, your show notes here say something very, very funny about that. But anyways, for him, let's talk about like his journey as a player because he did not come into the college level, Sarah, as an offensive lineman at all. What did he do and how did he transform? That's right. This guy's a former wide receiver, believe it or not. So, I mean, we know the Broncos going to that outside zone. You like to have athletes at the offensive tackle position, and they certainly went and got one. I guess you, if you want a great athlete, just get a guy who used to play wide receiver that now plays offensive tackle and, and throw him out there, throw him into the mix. Cody, regarding the narrative you just brought up, I can't help but but smile and try to hold back laughing because I think so many people – 
feel like that like the Broncos needed to be dead set on getting a tackle and get one no matter what. Like they had it written on one of those little note notepads, like draft an offensive tackle no matter what. The, that's not how George Payton operates. I don't know. We've only had two drafts now to evaluate from him, but it's just it's just so funny to me that that anyone would think that George Payton would would go into the draft with a desperate need. The Broncos never had a desperate need for for tackle, not since they signed Billy Turner. And, and I think that that's just it's exactly what they wanted to do in signing Billy Turner is address that need. So you finally get an offensive tackle, the only one of draft weekend, which eerily similar to last year. They did the same thing with Drew Himmelman, which, by the way, I guess everyone's just writing Drew Himmelman off, even though we were all excited about getting him as an undrafted free agent last year. I guess he doesn't matter anymore because we didn't draft someone this year. <laughs> he got but. the Christopher Allen signing bonus last year. He did. He absolutely did, Cody. So, hey, maybe watch out for Drew Himmelman this year. We'll see what happens. But uh, Michael Neese, another offensive lineman from Temple. He transferred from Dayton. I had seen, I was looking through his Twitter page, Cody. He had actually posted out there some of his own highlights on Twitter just to say, hey, like, I, I'm in the transfer portal. Somebody come get me. Apparently, Temple came and got him. Solid athleticism, guard tackle versatility. You like to see that. And the next guy just an, again, the freak athlete thing is going to keep coming up. Rodney Williams from uh, a tight end from Tennessee Martin, another player that the Broncos brought in under 240 pounds, Cody, but he can run, man. He can run and he can jump a 40 inch vertical uh, at the tight end position. It'd be very intriguing to see what the angle is for the Broncos bringing in tight ends for undrafted rookie for agents. Obviously, for the rookie mini camp, and we talk about training camp. There's a whole process there, but obviously, with Albert Okwebunam, Greg Dulcich more than likely being that number two guy, Andrew Beck, and then you have Eric Tomlinson, Sean Byer still on the roster. Now you add a multitude of guys here. I think a lot of it's going to be determined who gets weeded out based on when they work with Butch Berry because tight ends have to work a lot with the offensive line, the offensive line coach as well. There's going to be that combination there. We'll see who kind of weeds themselves out and who has an opportunity to rise up and step up. And that's one reason I love going to training camp. I like seeing these young guys that maybe nobody has an idea who they are, but then they turn heads. Maybe the Broncos might have a tight end, maybe a Bug Howard type guy in this rookie undrafted rookie, you know, free agency class here for the Broncos. But then Denver adds a running back here, Sarah. They go with Tyreek McAllister, running back out of Charleston. He's a smaller back, but has a lot of speed and explosiveness to him. And we talk about RAS guys. George Payton loves guys that have a lot of explosiveness, which is super important because explosive athletes tend to, you know, with consistency lead to big explosive plays, which in turn means that you're more than likely putting up more points. And the Broncos could definitely benefit from explosive plays. But for him, I feel like it's going to be a little bit of a tough task to try to beat out Demaria Crockett, who's coming back with some experience. But then again, he could be one of these guys that nobody hears about, nobody knows about, comes in, makes an impact, and all of a sudden maybe he's a practice squad guy. Yeah, absolutely. A $30,000 guarantee for him. So, I mean, that's a, one of the bigger ones that we know about from this Broncos undrafted free agent class. And you got other skill position players. Can I mean, I, I made a joke about Zach Azani earlier, Cody, but it's absolutely true. He's got two more wide receivers from this undrafted free agency <laughs> class. Brandon Johnson out of Central Florida, a very interesting playmaker there. Uh, who had 11 touchdowns this past season as a wow. redshirt senior. So you love to see that. You love to see guys that have production. And then Caden Davis, a wide receiver from Northwest Missouri State. You and I were talking about this before the show, before we started recording, but a lot of small schools getting some love there 
for the Denver Broncos this year in the draft and undrafted free agency, but not a small school guy. Dylan Parham, not to be confused with Dylan Parham, the the Las Vegas Raiders draft selection. (laughs) This guy, the tight end from North Carolina State uh, of the same namesake, but man, uh, a completely different position and a different player, somebody that's going to come in and compete, like you said. I mean, we'll see. Can we find another one of those gems at minicamp, at training camp, through this undrafted free agency class, I think the Broncos brought in some really intriguing offensive guys. Well, let's get to a couple of defensive guys here as well. The Broncos adding another cornerback in Cortez Davis, cornerback out of Hawaii. And one thing is, too, here, there's something out there with you, Sarah, narrative here. And, and for a lot of people that don't know, Sarah cannot understand why every high school athlete doesn't want to go play for Hawaii. Like, you get a chance to go get a scholarship to go play in Hawaii. How come people turn it down? Is it the cost of living? Well, the cost of living sucks everywhere right now in our economy. So, you know, go to Hawaii, enjoy the sun, and what an experience that would be as well. But for him, 31 passes defense, two interceptions, and three forced fumbles in his career at Hawaii. And one thing that Broncos cornerback coach, DB coach, Christian Parker, looks for, the Broncos defensive scouting staff, they look at guys that maybe played in some NFL style of defenses, and they look at traits like leadership, and they look at whether or not they can translate well to the next level. So the fact that the Broncos are bringing in a guy from Hawaii, and it kind of signifies that, hey, they believe that this guy can fit and maybe translate in a sense. Obviously, there's tools for development that still need to be had here for Davis, but something to keep an eye on here. Uh, You know, for him, too, he also got paid the lowest, a $2,500 signing bonus out of all the UDFA. So being deemed as the underdog of the class here, Sarah. But then outside of that, and then you look at USC linebacker Kanai Maga, a linebacker there, 91 tackles last season for the Trojans, and he also racked up 17.5 tackles for loss behind the line of scrimmage in his time at USC. And obviously a lot of changes. USC has definitely been one of those programs last, you know, probably decade that has been so up and down when they used to be a college football powerhouse back in the day, especially when you and I were a little bit younger, Sarah was fun to kind of watch those guys there. Uh, You know, but the Broncos just adding key depth as is a much needed positions. And now they're going into it. And like we talked about on yesterday's show, after the draft, Sarah, George Payton really adding players to positions where people perceive there may be a need and maybe the Broncos can address it before it ever becomes a need with this depth, with guys that maybe have a chance to prove themselves. Because it doesn't matter if you're drafted round one, round two, round three, or if you're an undrafted guy. If you can play, you can play. And I'm excited to see who could be the next guy here for the Broncos in 2022. And Sarah, coming up here in just a moment, we're going to ask Broncos country, which undrafted rookie free agents do they believe could be that underdog that maybe makes the active rosters. The Broncos have a continuous streak going on with the organization, with the roster development and personnel side of things the last few years. Who's the next guy? We get to that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about the sponsor of today's episode of the show. It's a good friends over there at Bill Bar. And folks, Bill Bar is the undrafted rookie free agent that comes out of nowhere and makes plays left and right with nine amazing original flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor like the Bill Puffs or the brand new granola bars that they have launched at built.com. If you need a little bit of extra fuel to get yourself through your day, make sure you take a bite into a Bill Bar because they contain 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, and only 4 grams of sugar. That is tremendous value for something that is covered in 100% milk chocolate and tastes just like a candy bar. So go to Built.com here today. Get your hands on a box of Built Bar. When you go to checkout, make sure you use promo code LOCK15. That's one word, LOCKED, the number 15, LOCK15, and you will get 15% off your next order at Built.com. 
as we jump into the fourth quarter action on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. Once again, Broncos country, thank you so much for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day. Every single day, it would mean the world to both Sarah Bettinger and myself. If you could go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and if you could leave us a review. If you love Lockdown Broncos, leave us a five-star review. And if you write a review as well on Apple Podcasts, include your Twitter handle so you can have a chance to be entered into any future contest giveaway that we will be doing here on the show. We appreciate you so much, everybody in Broncos country. Sarah, I think the bigger question here that we're going to get into now, which undrafted rookie free agent do we feel like could make the 53-man roster? I feel like I'd be remiss if we didn't start out with the guy who got paid the most money out of all these UDFAs and edge rusher Christopher Allen out of Alabama. Now, I think for him, what type of obstacles would you maybe foresee him having to overcome to make the roster considering his price tag and considering that the Broncos have a multitude of guys who can play edge, especially Malik Reed, Jonathan Cooper, Nick Benito, the Broncos second round draft pick, Bradley Chubb, Randy Gregory. I mean, they have a lot of dudes right there now, not to mention Andre Mintz, who was an undrafted guy last year that made it as an edge rusher. So I think that really is going to be a lot of pressure on Andre Mintz uh, and even Aaron Patrick to try to fight off a guy like Christopher Allen. It's going to be something to watch in training camp here. It is. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I love watching pass rushers go at it. That's maybe one of the most fun aspects of watching preseason football is getting to see like really, really solid young pass rushers go up against younger uh, offensive linemen trying to cut their teeth in the NFL because more often than not, it seems like the pass rushers dominate and it's just cool to see them do well. So I think obviously you got to start with him, right? I mean, he got the biggest guarantee of any of these guys. I'm going with maybe a bit of an underrated. It's kind of kind of right in the middle. Like he didn't get the lowest guarantee. He didn't get the highest. He wasn't even right in the middle. He's like right below the center, Cody. I'm going to go with Tyreek McAllister, the running back out of Charleston. I'm going into this blind because he just got signed to the Broncos. I haven't even got to watch him play. But just looking at his metrics, just looking at some more of his you know, his skills and the things that he was able to do. I like this guy. I like this guy a lot. Mountain East Conference Offensive Player of the Year, five foot nine, 181 pounds, but he's got some playmaking skills, Cody. Listen to these numbers right here. He ran for 1,090 yards last year and 13 touchdowns, also returned kickoffs. I mean, Charleston, you can find these guys anywhere, apparently. So I'm here for the small running back who can run <laughs> extremely fast and is super explosive, can return kicks. I'm super here for that. I know that it would come at the expense of somebody else. But I, I think that, man, that's that's my pick. He got 35K total in guarantees. That's going to be my pick. Uh, again, I'm going in completely blind. I got to watch him play. But I have a feeling when I turn on this tape of Charleston, Cody, I'm only going to have my thoughts confirmed that he's going to be the guy to do it. I would say an under-the-radar guy for me will probably be Jalen Virgil, wide receiver out of Appalachian State. For him, the return game, he averaged 30.1 yards per return for Appalachian State. So, you know, if he can get, you know, a couple of big plays, it'll turn the heads. I think for Dwayne Stukes, it'll be the biggest thing for him this upcoming training camp is and preseason is who is going to make plays at the return position? Because, Sarah, you and I, we know it. You know how frustrating it's been the last five to six years to watch the Broncos have really a non-existent return game. And just we were at the point where we were just excited guys could actually catch the punts at you know when the Broncos would receive a punt from an opposing team. But the return game has to get there. You need flashy plays. You need to be able to score on special teams. And if he can do that, he has an opportunity to make the roster. And one thing I will encourage Broncos fans to do, like a lot of these players, like even just the Broncos draft picks, if you don't know much about 
about them. If you haven't seen anything, look up highlights of these players. And if you want to dive a little bit deeper, make sure you know exactly what number they are. And then you can find some full games from these players on YouTube. You can find some databases that have the all 22 and just go watch these players for yourself. That's what I do. I think it's super important to be able to get to know some of these players a little bit more. And that's actually what Sarah Bettinger and myself are going to be doing here in the next couple of weeks here for the Lockdown Broncos podcast. We're going to take a look at every draft selection for this Broncos team in 2022, and we're going to do a get-to-know-the-prospect series. We're going to find out some interesting information about their journey, their story, adversity that they've overcome on the playing field, in a sense, and how they've grown as a football player and how it may translate to the pros. You're going to get that here on Lockdown Broncos for the next couple of weeks here. Every single day, free and available everywhere you get your podcast and your favorite podcast and provider and on YouTube. Make sure you smash that subscribe button, the like button, or the follow button so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage. Broncos country, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the show. Sarah Bettinger and myself, we'll see you tomorrow for a brand new episode, Locked on Broncos.